It's time for Bottom of the Bargain Bin. With Kevin Hart. Welcome back to Bottom of the Bargain Bin, the Grand Duel. Or is it the Big Showdown? It depends on what version you see, but both of those versions are the same movie, a spaghetti western on par with the best of them. If you're a fan of Quentin Tarantino, not only will he recognize the imagery in this movie, such as the black and white flashbacks, the extreme amounts of film grain, the hero with a mysterious past in the shadows, but just listen to the score. Yeah, this is my first time ever watching this movie, and all I could think of is Kill Bill. I mean, mainly because of the music and the black and white flashbacks, but Django Unchained and Hateful Eight, because the Western tropes definitely could tell Tarantino took from that as well. Sometimes these bargain bin movies are pretty terrible, but this one, which only costs $3 for the Blu-ray, this is superb. So because this movie is a spaghetti western, many of the players are Italian, and most, if not all, of it's dubbed over, so the voice acting, matching the mouths, varies, but the overall acting of the main characters is quite good, especially my man Lee Van Cleef. You probably recognize him as Angel Eyes from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. He plays a sheriff in black with a mysterious past named Clayton. Good God, does he command the screen in every scene he's in. He's always in control. Look at that. Look at him. His part in this movie story is he has information that will exonerate Philip Wormier, who was a has a $3,000 bounty on his head, accused of killing the town of Saxon's patriarch, Ebenezer Saxon. So, the movie's first gunfight, only about 10 minutes into the movie, is epic, but the build-up to it is pretty tremendous as well. Clayton walks calmly through the town, identifying literally every person who's hiding, pointing a gun at him, with that iconic score in the background. The only one who doesn't spot is Philip, who is with a lady friend. Clayton makes his way into the bar and gets a drink before the gunfight ensues. Philip does a far from realistic trick to escape death once, but damn, does it look cool. Bouncing super high from this guy falling on a wheelbarrow, then flipping and shooting. Look, something right out of a comic book or a Saturday morning cartoon. You love to see it. He holds up in the bar with Clayton, where he helps him fake his death again. The following chase scene shows some of the best aspects of this movie, the cinematography. I am so glad I watched this in HD on a Blu-ray, let alone even in widescreen, because you know, if this was on VHS, they probably would have cropped it. The chase up the mountain with curving pathways, like there's a static faraway shot of Philip on his horse running from the bounty hunters. You see them make their way up the mountain pretty much in real time. It's not the only time something like this happens in the movie, but in an age of movies with deliberately shaky camera action and a lot of CGI, something like this that's epic that actually had to be filmed is awesome. Philip hitches a ride with Clayton only to get separated, captured by bounty hunters to find the location of silver, hidden silver, that Philip knows. He's the only person who knows where it is. He gets saved. He then makes his way to Saxon City to avenge the murder of his father. It's here where we meet the main villains, the Saxon family. Power-hungry politicians who want money and power. Hmm. You know, that plot line never seems to go out of style, does it? <laughs> also, they are murdering sociopaths. Psychopaths. Uh, both of them, actually, I guess. <laughs> you know, villains like this are generally believable, and two of them definitely are, but this guy with the smallpox, 
and his scarf and his weird gun flourish and he's seeming to get off on pain. It's very cartoony. And yes, I know I just said there are some cartoonish tropes that I like in here. I mentioned them earlier. No, I'm not going to say this is bad. I enjoy it, but it just kind of does clash with the possible, very real, you know, corrupt family or political group taking over a small town. Either way, they are all pretty sick and have their moments. In between all of this, the Saxons are none too pleased that Clayton has now made his way back. He's returning and he's given 24 hours to get out of town. The Marshal realizes that Clayton may be privy to the secret of who actually killed the matriarch. Philip's followers that live in the town are sick of the Saxons too and leave to the silver mine for their own sake. They are sick of living here. The Saxons, oh, they don't like that one bit. And in typical crime family style, there must be no witnesses. So down they go. Everything starts to go down on the morning of Philip's hanging. And I really don't want to give it away because it's quite epic. It's quite good. I don't have a whole lot of criticism for this movie because I really liked it. It's sometimes a chore to sit through schlop like the Batman serials, but God, this movie kept my attention. It's not as good as the Dollars movies or Unforgiven, sure, but oh my goodness, this movie, especially Lee Van Cleef's performance, is more than worth whatever the normal price of this movie might be. Definitely recommend this one if you can find it. Pick up a copy, watch it wherever. I think you'll enjoy it quite a bit if westerns are your thing. 